Really? Magic nucleus. Do some more singing. Geometric. It's so geometric. Oh yeah. It's geometric and it's a nucleus. Oh, your dog. Bootleg, bootleg. Look, he's smiling. Oh. Oh, he's happy to see me. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. You should bring him over. Yeah. Yeah, we need to hang out. We haven't hang out, hung out in a while. I know, we haven't even recorded this stupid podcast in like eight months. I know. Whatever. We're doing it now. Hi, everybody. No. This is the Geometric Nucleus, the podcast that's about everything and nothing. And I'm Heather, and here's Shasta and Bootleg. Mm -hmm. Bootleg! You look different. Uh, moi? Did you do something? To I your, aged. To your face? Yeah, I aged. And I'm older now. Oh. Yeah. I've learned a lot of life lessons. Tell me about all of them. I can't, because there's too many. And you have to really... Life. You have to do... Uh -huh. You have to be living i am living okay tell me some of them <laughs> tell me the highlights no there are only lowlights tell me the low <laughs> tell me something mansplain something to me okay well um did you know that um roland bart in his book on michelet Wrote a little something about the woman's body. <laughs> oh, yes. Tell me about the woman's body. That's a perfect topic. <laughs> I'm already well, yeah, crying. You know. What's that? What? Good Lord, woman. Speak up. <laughs> I'm just so emotional because of my uterus. Yeah. Be that as it may. You know, um, Michael uh, from Bark now works, uh, or yeah, he's at um, Portland State now. Oh, really? Yeah, I share a lab with him. What? I know, isn't that cool? That's amazing. Yeah. Can I come visit? You should. You should come visit us. Okay, I will. Yeah, sometimes we just kind of talk about stuff, things, you know, life. Yeah. The miracles of nature. Sure. Yeah. Hidden streams. Speaking of the miracles of nature, I'm taking a GIS class. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And today I was watching a video, a Carl Sagan video, and, um, and it made me question some things. Most of all, do you have any turtlenecks? Yes, I do. I certainly do. Okay, well, when I come visit you in your lab, you have to wear one. Yeah, I was going to wear one today, but then um, I decided against it because I'm not a weirdo. But no, yeah. I don't um, know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I don't know. You're kind of weird. Am I? Yeah. Not like in a bad way, like a creepy way, but in a fun way. 
What do you mean I look weird? I look different. What, is, what looks no, different? I didn't say you look weird. You look different. Probably just because I haven't seen you for so long. And so in my mind, you've become this, like, amalgam of, like, every time I've seen you. I My face does look like kind of like a shifting Picasso painting during... It does. Like, yeah, after the blue period, during the, like, um, more cubist uh-huh. period. Yeah. You do have a cubist face, that is for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of sharp angles mm-hmm. and features where they don't really belong. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a lot of weird stuff going on there. Maybe bad, we do look bad weird. teeth. Bad teeth as well. Are your teeth bad? Yeah. Are they? I, oh, when was the last time? Well, I think I talked about this in one of the previous episodes, but yeah, I haven't been to the dentist in like 20 years. What? No, that's a lie. I think it's more like <clears throat> 2008, I think, was the last time I went to a dentist. Okay. So That's probably that... 20 years, right? Yeah, I don't know what year we're in right now. I it, think it's 20. I don't know. Some number of years. I just went to the dentist. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, bootleg. Um, I went to the dentist less than two weeks ago. Nice. Did you have a good time? I did. I'm getting this special, like, fluoride treatment done. Oh, nice. Uh, So you're going to communicate with the aliens? Yeah. Nice. All right. Obviously. Do the pyramids and the fluoride. Do the fluoride and the pyramids. (sighs) Yeah. Listen to bootleg. He won't do it anymore. Oh. It's like he was grunting a lot. He does that. He's a grunter. <laughs> what else what else is new? I was like shaking my dog in my mic. No, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? I don't know. Um there's a book launch that's gonna happen and you are a maybe. I'm a strong maybe. How can I shift you over to the well, it's it's gotten to be a stronger maybe because my mom said she'll go with me. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I actually I actually enough. didn't tell her what we're going to, so it's a surprise. I was just like, will you go to this thing with me? And so she even wrote it on her calendar, but she doesn't know what it is. Cool. You got to um, bring me a burrito maybe? Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. I might, a- though. Yeah, if you if what you if happen do? to have time to to stop by Muchos Gracias, ooh, burrito. There's always time for Muchos Gracias. I so, like their. They just have a pretty solid uh, assortment of salsas. That's my favorite thing about them. Did they put the salsa bar back, or is it? I still haven't. One? I haven't been there since last time I went with you. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll find out. I'll let you know. I'll give you an update. Nice. Yeah, so that that's coming out the book launch for Nope Pasaran about uh, um, anti-fascism. So oh. not, not not just talking about fascism these days. Okay, so is it a secret training, or can you not discuss <laughs> that? <laughs> yep, this is a secret. Only Andy No is invited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so sweet. He'll love it. Yeah, he's going to be um, 
our little angel mm. for the night. He's um, obsessed with you. Yeah, I uh, he thinks he thinks a lot of things that are indicative of him not knowing anything. Yes. Yeah. And so. it's hilarious. Well, <clears throat> it's funny until you realize that there's a lot of people out there on the interwebs who know arguably less than he does. Yes. And so they all, you know, get their cages rattled and get all crazy pants about stuff that he says. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, really true. That's true. And, uh, and then, you know, that probably leads them into a lot of stress and anxiety when, you know, they don't need to be feeling that way. So in some ways it's funny, but in other ways it's kind of deeply tragic about the ways that our fractured lives have produced echo chambers and sort of feeding frenzies online. Yeah. But anyway, my talk is going to be about surrealism. Oh, fun. Yeah, I like surrealism. And uh, surrealists. So I'm going to be doing it talk about the surrealists and their um, opposition to fascism in the 1930s and 40s. Cool. Yeah. Some wild people. So, I don't know if you have uh, fully, like, grasped this yet, but for some reason I'm kind of hyper today. Yeah. <clears throat> and let me explain to you why. Okay. Sorry, I had a, like a burp. Um, so, the geography department has an espresso machine. Oh, God. You know this story already. I think you know this story already. So, the, the geography department has an espresso machine, which grinds beans, mm -hmm. right? So, I put the beans in, I ground them, and I use the espresso maker to put espresso in my cup, mm -hmm. which it was. There was coffee in my cup. And then I took out the espresso thing, and there were no grounds in it. Mm -hmm. It's a conspiracy. But there were no grounds in my cup. In fact, the coffee was so strong as if to produce a magical reaction which led to literally the most inspired lecture that any student has ever heard anywhere. Wow. I'm not just bragging. What was it about? I don't remember. But um, <laughs> the class was hanging on my every word. Wow. I had the command of time and space. Because of espresso? The special espresso in which the coffee grounds were effectively disappeared. But then I realized that um, somebody told me maybe that the, you know, the cup came out of the espresso thing. Mm -hmm. And just the ground stuck to the 
spout. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have been what happened. It's possible. Yeah. It's probably a conspiracy, though. Yeah. It's probably Soros. Probably. And, um... I don't, I don't know. That sounds magical. So tell me about yourself. Well, my name is Heather. And Everybody knows that. Oh. Okay, do you want to just hear things that nobody knows? Like my deepest, darkest secrets? Yeah, exactly. Start there. Oh, God, no. Um... <laughs> Back in West Virginia. <laughs> oh, you want to hear secrets about when I was in West Virginia? I already know those secrets, but I'm sure everybody else wants to hear oh, about God. them. Oh, God. Those are some dark, dark times. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, no. Um, let's see. Oh, I don't know. Whenever I'm, like, trying to think of something interesting to talk about, I just, I'm like, I don't, I've never done anything interesting in my entire life. You know? Yeah. And I know that's not true, because I've probably done things, but, you know, like, what are, what are those things? I did a lot of things this summer. I went to Austin, Texas. Oh, for real? Yeah. And was that a good time? It it was amazing. It was very hot. It's very hot there. And I hated it. I felt like I was constantly being murdered. Because, um, you know, it's like 105 degrees every day. I was there in August. And I was there for a bat conference. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. It was um it was like a joint conference between the North American Symposium for Bat Research and the International Conference of Bat Research. Dope. And um so there are people there from all over the world who, you know, study bats. And it was really awesome and I got to meet Merlin Tuttle who is like a world-renowned bat scientist and writer. What are you doing to your dog? Blood, nothing! <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I know. Okay, keep going. So you talked to renowned bat scientist. Merlin Tuttle. And I fangirled him a little bit, which was pretty fun. All right. Um, I couldn't think of anything intelligent to say to him, so I was just like, you're here. And he was like, you're here also. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, what a nerdy response. That's I know, adorable. it was really He's cute. He's like, you're also here. Yes, well, nah. <laughs> he didn't understand what the big deal was, you know. He's um, awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, it was really cool. And then... I made some friends, and I had coffee with the hottest guy I've ever seen in real life. Was and it a bat? No, but he was a guy who studies bats in Chile. Whoa! Yeah. 
That's and, cool. Um, yeah. So are you going to move to Chile now? No. Um, it was just coffee. And just so I could stare at him. You know. Um, normal. Normal stuff. Normal things. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... It was a lot of fun. I got to go to the the bridge where all the bats fly out. <clears throat> Is that in Austin? That's I've never in, heard of such a bridge. Oh, it's the Congress Avenue Bridge in Austin. Um, mm. You can sit there like every night and watch like, I think there's like two to three million bats that roost underneath that bridge. And they just come out in like big swarms and it's really cool. So I saw that twice, and then we also went to Bracken Cave, where there's like 20 million bats. Oh my god! Yeah, and we just sat there and watched the bats emerge, and um, I have photos and videos of it on Facebook, if you want to go and look at that. Um, it was pretty amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, um, like the bats are so tiny and like packed into that cave so tight that there's something like 500 bats per square foot or some crazy shit. It's insane. There's so many bats. That's a lot of bats. Yeah, and I also saw a skunk and like five baby raccoons that were waiting for the bats to come out so they could eat them. And that was pretty cute. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I went on another trip to Virginia, Maryland, and North Carolina and went camping at the beach for two weeks. And there were wild horses. Oh my god. Yeah, and this one wild horse like came into our campsite and like stood next to our fire and you know there's rules that you're like not supposed to be within like 40 yards of the horses and it's like what if they come in and try to steal our pizza like what are we supposed to do and so we just kind of like backed away from her and my friend Jane was there and she had her guitar so she pulled it out and wrote a song to sing to the horse and <clears throat> Um, eventually, we had to take extreme measures, so Jane got her beach umbrella out and, like, opened it and closed it really fast to scare wow, the like horse Sean away. Wow, like Sean Connery in, in, uh, in Indiana Jones 3. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. I actually saw wild horses at two different beaches. So it was wow. pretty cool. And I went to um, the site, the Lost Colony of Roanoke. And um, I'm pretty sure that my friend and I solved the mystery of what happened to them. Um, I'm pretty sure that they were taken away by fairies. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. That makes sense. Because they, they went there. Um, and it's like on this little island in what is now North Carolina, and um, uh, now it's like a national park or some shit. Um, but they they got there and they like built this like earthen mound, like in a circle, 
and no one has been able to figure out why they built this because it wouldn't protect them from any weather it wouldn't protect them from other people so it's like a total mystery of why this like circle of dirt was built and um and it's in the forest and so i was like this looks like a gigantic fairy ring so the fairies probably got mad that these people came and like built a fairy ring in their forest and so they took them away because you know there's no sign of them like when the guy because a guy went to england to get help for them and he couldn't come back until like three years later and by the time he got back everything was gone even like the wooden fort that they built like there's never been any trace of it found so the only thing that makes sense to me is that the fairies were like, nope, and just like swallowed them up onto another plane of existence. What do you think? Well, What are your thoughts? Plausible. Very plausible. Yeah, and the other thing that made me think this is that there's a trail you can take like from the little fairy ring mound of dirt thing, and you can walk through the forest and go to the beach. And then there's another, it's like a loop. So you go on the one trail and you go to the beach and then you get onto the other side of the trail and you come back this other way through the forest back to where you started. And so we did that. We went to the beach on the one side of the trail and then we got on the other side of the trail and I went off the trail by like two feet to take pictures of these mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And then we got back on the trail and it like looped around and became the other trail uh -huh. like the whole forest got flipped around on us crazy and it was really disorienting and strange and i was like sorry i tried to take pictures of your mushrooms dudes yeah so that's my theory it's the only thing that makes sense i guess so yeah do you think that bootleg is a fairy? Probably. I think he might be. He's so cute. Can't stand it. I also went to the the Wright Brothers place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the National Monument, where they had people their first flight at Kitty Hawk. Yeah, people in the East Coast are really into aviation stuff. Yeah. And there's another big mound there, but that's actually, that wasn't built by people, that's actually, it's just a hill that was built by, you know, whoever builds hills. Yeah. But it's like the only big hill Sir on Hillsman. the whole... <laughs> it's the only big hill on the whole island, because it's really just a sandbar, you know, the Outer Banks of North Carolina. What's North Carolina like? I've never been to Carolina. I've been to Virginia. In fact, I was in Virginia um, not too long ago because I got some what? family that lives there now. What part? Yeah. Near D.C. Oh, okay. I was on um, the coast, like at Virginia Beach. And then we went up across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, which is like 17 miles long and has two one mile mm -hmm. long tunnels 
cool. it's pretty fucking cool. And it goes from like Norfolk, Virginia to uh, the tip, just the tip of the Delmarva Peninsula. And um, I had to drive over that thing two times. It was pretty cool. Um, and we went all the way up to uh, the coast of Maryland to Assateague State Park and Ocean City. And um, I was actually in D.C. at the Dulles Airport for like an hour on my way home. Oh, all right. Yeah, so... Um, it's a good airport. I mean, it's fine, yeah. When I was flying back, we stopped at the Denver airport for like three hours. Oh, I love the Denver airport. I don't know. It was kind of dumb. We were just in one little terminal, and there were like, there were a lot of restaurants and stuff, which was pretty nice. Yeah. But it was kind of a letdown. Oh. That's a bummer. Yeah. I really like airports. Oh, I'm an airport, you know... I love airports. What's your favorite airport that you've been to? I like the Houston Inter Intercontinental Airport. Okay. It's I've a really been, good airport. I've been there. But Portland, Portland has a great airport. I love our airport. Even if that one place is way, way overpriced and kind of jerky. Yeah. Um, we hung out at the Portland airport once, um, you and me. That's and the true. Place, the place I'm talking about. Is located like behind where I was sitting. Oh, oh, that little like coffee don't, shop. Don't say it. Don't say its name. It's not a coffee shop. Oh, excuse me. But it's a different restaurant. Okay. It's like a sit-down restaurant. Oh, I think I know the one. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. fun hanging out. Yeah, I know it was weird. I was on my way to Hawaii. I don't even remember where I was going. You're going Maybe to Switzerland. You're going to. England or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. You're like a know. jet setter going all over the world, being all what cool. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know either. I wish I was. Yeah. I'm stuck in Portland most of the time. Well, you've been to Europe. I've never been to Europe. How about that air quality? Oh, it's terrible. My Sucks. throat and my eyes hurt real bad. I rode my goddamn bicycle to school today. Oh my god, that's terrible. But I wore my respirator. So I was able to not get a cough or anything oh, from good. it. Yeah. I've just been I think it's going to get better tomorrow. Do you have a, like an air purifier filters or anything like that? No. Yeah. We're just in here just just breathing the air, but with all the windows shut and everything. Yeah. It got up to, the air quality index got up to like 178. Up I know. Because of that, that huge fire that's like 10 miles from my house. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, it's like north of Camas. Oh, it is? Yeah, on Larch Mountain. So it's like, um, yeah, it's like... 10 or so miles, like, due east from my house. What, um, started it? Uh, they don't know for sure, but they, the sheriff's department, um, posted a picture from a helicopter of people in, like, a white Subaru 
who were they're they're looking for these people in connection to the fire so i they were shooting fireworks i just looked it up oh look at you so they found what is it? did they find nakia them? creek nakia yeah. creek yeah how do you spell how do you pronounce it i don't know mm, let's call it nakia creek okay two couples shooting fireworks what a Probably bunch of assholes that's how yeah. the the gorge fire started in 2017. Oh, I remember that one. That was horrible. That was a bad one. Yeah. I think this is the closest that a wildfire has been to my house since I've lived here. So they're evacuating people from Camas and Washougal. Mm -hmm. Some of my friends live in the... Um, they were in the, the red zone. But then the winds shifted, and so the zones shifted. Hmm. So now they're just at, like, a lower zone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of scary. How far has it spread, I wonder? Um, The other day it went from, like, oh, no, I don't remember the numbers, so I don't want to say it because I don't remember. Um... But it, it's gotten really big really fast just because it's been so dry and windy. Right. It's not good. Right. I'm trying to look for, like, the alerts and stuff. Not a whole lot available online to tell you about it. Probably because it's just in Camus. Yeah. It was threatening Portland. Like, remember that one time that there was a fire coming up in the northern direction, like, into Gresham, basically? Yes. And there were, like, evacuation zones? Yeah, my, my, my friends had to evacuate themselves and all of their, like, farm animals. Right. That was really scary. But their house is fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, they ended up being able to contain the fire before it got to my friend's house, so... Yeah, that was when I was house-sitting for my cousin. Oh, in, I remember that. In Portland, and, um... You know, like, I didn't go outside, like, the whole time I was there. Um, because of the smoke, and they had air conditioning, so I just sat in the air-conditioned house and, you know... But then I took a shower... And you know like when you go camping for like a week and you have yeah. a campfire and that first shower you just smell like smoke? Yeah. You know? That's how I smelled in the shower. But yeah. I had been inside the whole time. Yeah. That's how bad the smoke was. It was so crazy. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if it's well no, this isn't that bad because that time the air quality index was like off of the meter. You know, the meter goes up to, like, 300 or something. Yeah. And it was, like, way beyond that. Today it was only up to 178, so that's not as bad. Yeah. So, what else do you have to talk about? Not much. 
What are you, what classes are you teaching? Oh, same as usual. Um, climate and water resources and water issues and sustainability. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's all right. So how's the GIS class? What are you doing in there? It's pretty cool. Um, we've had three assignments that we've done in the ArcGIS Pro. And that's been a lot of fun. The last one was just, you know, it's like a tutorial thing where they walk you step by step through all the things. And it was making all these cool, um, like, earthquake maps of Southern California with oh, actual, nice. actual real earthquake data. Cool. Yeah, so I, um, you know, we had to figure out, like, the, the extent of the, the S waves and the P waves and the whatever, and, you know, make all these cool things, and um, we had to make one in 3D, it was fun. Cool. That sounds pretty complicated. I mean, it's not really. Like, it's if you do it, you know, just go one step at a time, it's pretty easy. It's just, like, a lot of clicking on things. Um, I did have to make my own new earthquake, though, and then somehow I lost it and couldn't get it back. <laughs> I was very sad. It was like this little pink ball, and it was so cute. It was like just under the surface of the earth, and then it disappeared, and no matter what I did, I couldn't get it to come back on the screen, so. Aww. Anyway, my baby, my little baby earthquake disappeared. Um, yeah, so that's, that's fun, and, um very tedious. I'm also taking a genetics class, which is super tedious and fun, and a communication class. And I have to pick a topic for a presentation that it has to be something that I already know something about. So, is it going to be about bats? I mean, it could be, but I feel like that's just like the easy, you know, that's like the default. Yeah, do it. That's the thing you got to do with the academic life. It's just whatever is right there in front of your face, do that. Don't try to be like, don't try to outsmart it and get all like around it and yeah. do something that's like really independent and interesting to yourself but other when you could just do something that's already part of what's really independent and interesting to you mm -hmm. and nobody really knows about and it's like your specialty like, yeah. just do that just do that don't do anything like bending over backwards trying to contort things yeah. into a new project when you don't have to i could i could talk about white nose syndrome that's a thing I know a lot about. Yeah, do uh, like 
distribution of white nose syndrome bats. Yeah. See if you can find point data for it or something. Um, earlier this year, I took a summer class. It was urban urban ecology, and I did a bat project um, comparing uh, bat activity at an urban park versus a rural park, and it was super fun. Um, and then I went to that bat conference, and, um, like, part of my, like, my, my big project for the class was, um, I had to make, like, a poster to take to a conference. Um, are you going to sleep? I'm hugging bootleg. Oh. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, I know that I'm not interesting, but please try to listen. Um, I'm listening. Okay. So, uh, so I had to make a poster, right? And, um, and, poster for the bat conference? Well, no, but just for my class. And it was like it. this, like to get ready for potentially making a poster for a conference, you know? Um, but when I made the poster, I didn't know I was going to the conference. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this conference. But it was too late to submit a poster. Mm. So my teacher, he was like, you find out when the next conference is, and I'll help you make and submit a poster. So anyway, so I was like, I don't think that this topic is like good enough or interesting enough to get into a conference, you know? Like I don't think anyone would want to hear about it, but then no. I went. Then I went to the conference and I watched, you know, like a hundred presentations or something, and several of them were exactly what I had done, but just in a different place. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could. And this wasn't just like posters. These were people like giving, you know, like presentations with slides and everything, like fifteen-minute little things. And I was like. Oh, okay. So it was definitely good for my self-confidence, you know? So I was like... Yeah, maybe, you gotta do the thing. Maybe next time... Believe in yourself. I can give a presentation and then somebody will want to have coffee with me. Yeah. You can do your thing and people will be impressed. Yes. At your commitment. Yes. So yeah. anyway, so for this class I just have to do like a... The first part of it is just like a one minute um, summary of what I'm going to say in the actual presentation. So. Cool. Yeah. Knock them dead. Beat their brains in. I mean. Kill them all! I already had to make a video talking about myself for like seven minutes. And it was so terrible. And scary. And then I was like, wait, I've been podcasting like all year. So I don't know why I'm afraid to like record myself, because I record myself like every two weeks. There you go. So, yeah. Have you listened to my other podcast at all? I haven't. What is it called? It's called Where's My Flashlight. And who are you doing it with? My friend Sophie. Who I don't I don't think that you've met Sophie. But you should because she's amazing. Why is it called Where's My Flashlight? 
Um, it's a it's a podcast where we watch an episode of the show Ghost Hunters, and then talk uh-huh. about it. And um, Sophie and I used to live together in the Cully neighborhood, and like every weekend, because um, I was working at Bark, and she had like a nine to five Monday through Friday kind of job. So like on the it weekends. Must have been- so this was before you and I met. This is in like 2007. So, so like six years before we met. Yeah, a while before, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but on the weekends we would just hang out and we would go to the little corner store on um, 42nd and Prescott, and we would buy um, Saint Ides Special Brew. Oh. And uh, like we'd each get two, I guess, and we'd sit. Oh my and, god! And I know. Well, we're both from the Couve, so, you know, malt beverages are, are like water to us. That's a flex. Um, right? You're not from the Couve. You're, <laughs> you're not from the Couve at all. You're from, you're from Portland. I know, but I went to junior high and high school uh, in the Couve, and that's where count. I learned to drink malt liquor, was in junior high <laughs> in the Couve. <laughs> Mickey's Ice. <All> right. Mickey's. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, why does Mickey's decide? <laughs> We're going to class this up a little bit, guys. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, anyway, so Sophie and I would get our Sainide special brew, and then we'd go back to the apartment and lay on the couch and drink Sainide special brew and watch Ghost Hunters on DVD. And, um, and this one time, I don't really know, like, what led to it, but, um, we both started, like, yelling, where's my flashlight? And, I don't know. So, earlier this year, she came over, and we were watching, like, newer episodes, and I was like, we should start a podcast and call it Where's My Flashlight? And so we did. Nice. And then earlier this year, we went to the Oregon... Bigfoot Festival, and we met one of the guys from Ghost Hunters. Oh, whoa. What? Yeah. Was he, was, is he a Bigfoot guy? Well, it was like a... It wasn't just about Bigfoot. It was like anything paranormal or Are whatever. you a Bigfoot guy? Yes. Wait, what was the question? Am I a, I asked if am you I a, a Bigfoot, Bigfoot guy? No, I think that that's interesting. Because like, do you remember there was like a there was like a forest ranger, uh, I forget his last name. It was like, it was like his last name was like something like it looked like Chavez, but it was like Chavez or something like that. Okay. I don't I don't remember who it was. Anyway, he actually was transferred away from Mount Hood, but he was a Mount Hood guy. Oh, okay the forest service Mm -hmm. and um he was like a hardcore bigfoot guy oh and it kind of interested me maybe because he was trying to do timber sales in order to find bigfoot to drive him to drive him out of his habitat how dare he (laughs) isn't that (laughs) fucked up yeah that's rude (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not cool, dude. Yeah, I'm not glad cool he got transferred. Yeah. Send his ass somewhere where there isn't a Bigfoot. I think they sent him to, like, Iowa or somewhere <laughs> where there's, like, no trees at all. 
<laughs> Somebody has to mind the corn stalks, dude. <laughs> this guy's gone. Oh my god, have you ever been to Iowa? Um. No. No, that's one of the states I've never been to. Okay, I've driven through it. I've been to it. Indiana. I, yeah, I've been to I don't think I've even driven through it because I went Nebraska up through Missouri and into Illinois through Indiana, oh, okay. probably. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, so you circumvented Iowa, so. <laughs> I yeah. guess so, but yeah. I don't remember really. But yeah, I've been through those states mm -hmm. Missouri, Indiana, mm -hmm. Illinois, even Minnesota. Wait. What about Ohio? Wisconsin. Where Wisconsin, were you going? Minnesota. I was just drunk one day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just, just decided to just cruise through the Midwest. <laughs> hey, it happens um, to the best of us, you know? No. Um, no, yeah. Uh, so those are two different times that I've smushed together. The first time... I was in on a the veggie oil uh, trip that I took um, from uh, from Tucson to Maine. Ooh! And then the second time I did a little book tour from went from Indianapolis to Louisville to Chicago. Did you write a book? I wrote a book a while back. Yeah. I know. I have it, and I read it. I know, and I probably already talked about this. It's uh, it's dense. It's a dense read. It is, um, and you didn't even yeah, thank me like in it. it. The audience won't like it. And I didn't even thank Heather, because I'm an ungrateful bastard. You thanked Kalila. <laughs> Are you serious? I thanked Kalila, but not And not, not you? me, yeah. Oh my god. I've never been more betrayed <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. What am I doing with my world and my life? I don't know. Sorry, but Heather. when we're done with this, I'm gonna go find my copy and I'm gonna take pictures of those pages and post them <laughs> online so everybody will know the betrayment <laughs> that I what feel. A jerk! I'm such a jerk. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. I feel sorry both for you and Kalila. I know. <laughs> God. Like, what is, what is Kali? I mean, she's amazing, okay? <laughs> she to be is fair, amazing. To she's be fair, people. she's really an amazing human being. Yeah. In yeah. so many ways. I Kalila love Kalila. Rocks. Kalila rocks. And it's good that she's in our part of the world. Yes. Nobody else can have Kalila. No. I'll stab them in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I gotta actually run because my food, I ordered food and now it's here and I'm going to eat before it gets cold. Okay. That sounds fine. I'm gonna I'm go hungry. and document my betrayment. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. My next thing, if I do another thing, if I do a next thing, I'll, like, dedicate it to you, maybe. Okay, well, you did dedicate your PhD to me on Facebook. Oh, yeah, like, several times. Yeah, but that's not the same, because that's just on Facebook. That's not, like, in an actual <laughs> book on paper. 
All right. You're right. I want to be, like, in the front of the book, you know? The the frontispiece. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I want to be, like, after the title page. My name better be there on your next book. Now you have to write a book just so you can do that. All right. So get to work. All right. I better get to work. Yeah, and go get your food. What'd you order? I ordered, like, a sushi um, mix. Oh, fun. That sounds good. All right, we'll go yeah. eat it. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna put this on the internet right now before I forget. Have you been recording? Yeah. My God, you didn't even tell me. Oh. All right. <laughs> That's against the law, Heather Fisher. All right. Well, I thought you knew because we're making a podcast. Keep burping. Oh my God. Have oh, some. Gross. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. Ciao. Recording stopped.